in a complete program, you're going to want to have both, right? You're going to need to have heavy for that rel- for the impacts that it does on your entire musculoskeletal system. And then you're also going to have stuff to failure. All right. I've gotten this question multiple times, and I think both of you guys can knock this out of the park. And I'm going to take plenty of notes here too. Building a butt. Are there specific exercises that someone should do? Uh, oftentimes, it's, it's women who might ask, but I think it's important for guys too. Do uh, not discriminate against the male booty. No, definitely not. Coming from a guy that has a huge booty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so building a butt. Which brings me to my first point. If you want the best butt, you, you got to pick the right parents. No. Right, that's your genetics are going to play a role. But besides that, I do have a little framework that I've adopted over the years. Definitely have borrowed from a lot of the experts in the field on on this one. Um, I let me pull up my program here just to make sure I'm remembering everything correctly because I do love making the booty program and I want to make sure I got my titles correct. Um, this is adopted. I think so, these titles were from Brett Contreras, who's known as the glute guy. Um, I have definitely adopted some of his stuff, at least inadvertently and intentionally over the years because it works right it is exercise science there is a science to stuff certain thing certain things work um and when i put together a glute program so like say we're we're doing first of all it's not just going to be glutes it's going to be total body because no one needs to only train their glutes their butt right they need to, it needs to be total body glute focus so if you're buying a program that just is glutes and nothing else and that's going to be your only workout program i would say probably look somewhere else, right? Because you want to make sure that your workout does focus on total body. Um, almost, you know, 99.9% of the population, every workout they do should be total body focus, right? I don't, you know, bodybuilding stuff is, is personal, but it doesn't really apply to most people, but that's a separate conversation. So when I'm putting together a, a, a booty program, I have really four kind of, of, um, classifications of exercise that I alternate. There are the heavy eccentric exercises, which um, I believe common term for them are going to be stretchers, stretcher exercises. That's your your squats, your lunges, your Romanian deadlifts. Those are generally going to be the, the cornerstone. So it's going to be an exercise like a back squat once a week. You're going to be doing a heavy back squat and it's, and it's stretchers because there's the heavy loaded eccentric. And the key there is going to be load. So it's not so much the, the stretching that um, I'm going for as much as I want to have an exercise that you can load the glutes up. Right, because heavy load is what's going to be responsible for building a lot of the tissue. It's going to cause that muscle damage. That's going to then force you to build it back up and make it stronger. It's very tough to get big without heavy loading. Right. That I think you know that's that's an important point that a lot of people don't get is is you're not going to get bigger muscles unless you lift heavy. Right. You have to create some sort of tension in, for, in order for it to adapt. Correct. Like right. even that like the the lighter weight high rep stuff, not the not the like endurancey type stuff, but the like bodybuilding, you know, 10 sets of 10 type deal. That's ch- change that to to 10 sets of 3 and go heavier and you might see some different results, right? There there's there's some fun stuff out there and I mean look at look at how heavy Ronnie Coleman lifted. Heavy, so heavy loading relative to you. So that's where I have and, have the and just the best part about that now is it's become very popular, especially amongst the women, where they're understanding 
why we're programming five sets of three or five, three, one, or in that rep range, as opposed to what they used to believe, which is I just want a tone and they wanted to go lightweight, heavy volume. Right. So, yeah. but now you see these girls almost like one rep maxing at whether it's you fit or CrossFit gym, it's their understanding, at least knowing what they have to do. Maybe they don't have the, the understanding of physiological side of it, but in order for them to lift heavy weights so they could create that adaptation. Correct. Correct. Which is, which is awesome. Gotta love it. Cause there's a lot of other benefits there, especially when it comes to like bone health later in life yeah. and preventing osteoporosis. Lifting heavy is incredibly important. Don't lifting heavy safely, I sh- you know, should add, don't yeah. just throw heavy yeah. weight on there and, and collapse. Right. But now is it, is it, do you have to lift heavy or, and, or is just getting close to failure good enough? That's a, that's a really good point. And you can, there are, they're going to be, so I would say it, it does, in a complete program, you're going to want to have both, right? You're going to need to have heavy for that rel- for the impacts that it does on your entire musculoskeletal system. And then you're also going to have stuff to failure, stick exercises, stuff like squat jumps, lunges that are going to be similar in terms of the movement patterns, but they're going to be unloaded and it's going to be ballistic. Ballistic generally means jumping, right? Similar to plyometric if you've seen that term thrown around, most people call stuff plyometrics. They're not plyometrics. They're actually ballistics, but that's just semantics and definitions. Um, so so stuff like like box jumps, lunge jumps, um, squat jumps, if I didn't say that already, like clap push-ups, medicine ball throws. Those are Olympic lifts are all ballistic exercises. And the key there is high speed. And high speed, higher rep does a, a whole lot of good work on building up your muscle tissue. Right, so that'd be my next category that I have. And those are going to generally Rob, be assistives. If, if I could cut you off there for a second, just with Eric, for your question, what Rob was uh, describing, you know, if you read any of Brand Schoenfeld's work, he discusses the three principles of hypertrophy and being mechanical tension, muscle damage, and me- metabolic stress, which uh, differentiates by rep range and also the load that's on the bar. So uh, the two primary ones that have shown to increase significant hypertrophy and strength is... Uh, mechanical tension, which is what we were talking about, heavyweight, low reps, and then muscle damage, which is in that 8 to 12 rep range, very close to failure. You don't necessarily have to hit failure. The least one that they saw was metabolic stress. So that's like you're looking at the 15 or 30 rep range. And what Rob said is you want to have all of them in your program. Most of the, 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 the biggest two are the first and the second one, mechanical tension and muscle damage. If you have those two in your program, which most of us do have when we train our clients is we have some form of mechanical tension to lead off the workout. And then we go into the muscle damage, jumping into that eight to 12 rep range. So I think those are two key factors that people very, should know. Very true. And I think that's one thing that, that kind of, I have it highlighted here is as stretcher ballistic pumper it kind of combines like some that. of those classic terms. I don't think ballistics and I don't think the ballistic aspect of there, that jumping aspect gets enough kind of respect in its potential to induce hypertrophic changes, muscle mass increases mm-hmm. on specific tissues. I think it's very like if you do heavy squats, like go like not so much bodybuilding folks, just think if you're going to do heavy squats. So you guys think like when's the last time you did five by five and then you did five sets of 10 squat jumps. How do your legs feel the next day? Yeah. Gelatin. Yeah. Freaking great. Right? right. Right. Yeah. They're sore. You feel like, like you did work. And, and I think that, that the ballistic component, that jumping component is a really potent stimulus for achieving 
some of that that tissue damage absolutely and without necessarily load right you did right. the heavy load and now we go unloaded so right. it's in my aspect is is let's do damage without additional load because we already took the effort on load yeah. now you can always add load and look no further than football players right yep. football players their asses look their asses look huge and good not because of the pants that they're wearing it's because of the type of training that looks very similar to what you're describing correct 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 and you know the my last two categories are, are pumpers and activators, and those are your classic you know glute bridges. That's more just for for getting those tissues activated that some people might not have activated, so that they can be you know more utilized during the the heavy the heavy stuff and the ballistic. Yeah, stuff. and I think that those movements there could be in the metabolic stress Correct. rep range, which is that fifteen to thirty Correct. rep range where you so, could you know use a band or use a lightweight. As a finisher, if you would, just to make sure that you're tapping into all three of those principles of hypertrophy. Yeah. So an example of one that I have, we would do, so you have heavy squats, right? There's your your heavy stretcher doing that. And then you do another one, dumbbell RDLs. So you go one that's that's glute focused, one that's hamstring focused. And then we can do lateral lunges. You can do lateral lunges where instead of just, you know, staying in place, you're jumping back up, so to speak. So you lunge into it and you come all the way back up to standing. There is your your ballistic, right? You can load that up a little bit if you want a medicine ball on your chest. And then you can finish with with either isolated hamstrings or calves or, or glute bridges, hip thrusts, whatever you want there to get that that metabolic damage in the in the higher rep range. Right. right? Squats, you're you're hitting three to five if you can, six to eight if you're not as experienced. The dumbbell RDLs would be in that ten to twelve range where you do see a lot of that damage, and then you can do the ballistic stuff in the in the ten to fifteen or even right. twenty range. Yeah. And that would be my Love basic it. framework. Awesome. So that's just like a, a lot of note taking uh, for everyone listening to to help build that booty. And again, it's not just for women. Guys also benefit from this stuff too. Absolutely. You know, you know it comes, and going back to the athlete side of it is booty building. I think it, Brett Contreras is helping doing that. And obviously some of these insta- male athletic Instagrammers that have been doing these hip thrusters, um, when you, when you, Glute train, it's got in the bad rap when you use the word booty because they think it's for a female. But glute train, it's you know the biggest muscle group in our body, the most powerful. So although I never thought about glute training when I was playing football, now I, my my terminology has changed, but I still kind of train the same, and it just benefits my booty. It just so happens that I have a you know nice round booty, but because my whole goal is to squat five hundred pounds, and it's just, just that's what the muscle that it targets. Yeah, and it's you know you're train and it's. For for sports and it should carry over too to the to the booty program. It's it's movements, not muscles. Yeah. Right. So every movement, every exercise you do should not just be glutes. Right. You're training the movement that the hips are that the the muscles of your posterior chain are in charge of. So you're looking at hip extension. Right. right? You're, which is sprinting, running, jumping. Uh, right. That's that's what those muscles do. That's how you should be training for them. So the the easy answer here is if women train like football players, they'll get the booty they want. <laughs> simple enough basically yeah. right no but yeah awesome and thank you guys for that for I, sure uh, I think that that's uh that's super helpful awesome yeah. cheers rock and roll thank you for listening to this episode of the fitness fiasco podcast you can find more information about the topics covered today and in any other episode on our website fitnessfiasco.com if you're looking to connect with our hosts you can reach eric on instagram at eric bustillo that's e-r-i-k-b-u-s-t-i-l-l-o Mike on Instagram at MikeOsunaFitness, that's M-I-K-E-O-S-U-N-A-F-I-T-N-E-S-S, and Rob on Twitter at RobStrength. Strength.